Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You don't have to make yourself miserable to be successful. It's natural to look back and mythologize the long nights and manic moments of genius, but success isn't about working hard. It's about working smart. Andrew Wilkinson, founder of MetaLab. and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today I figured I would film it if you guys are actually watching and if not, you're at home or listening to this on your headphones, then hey, what's up? You can't see me, but I'm waving at you. Um, I decided to film this because this is an off month for the Coe's Daily Brews, so I just figured it would be a cool way to keep some things posting on the, the Coe's channel and also to just to kind of give you guys a bit of a visual aspect if you guys are someone that does like to sometimes watch podcasts, which is like a weird thing to think about because podcasts are technically solely for listening, but you know what? Sometimes I like throwing on video podcasts in the background while I'm cleaning or doing whatever, and it's just like a mood, you know? So figured I would pour a good old cup of my Just Juice and sit and chat with you guys today. Um, actually about, in general, work-life balance, but I think it's like something we've talked about before, but this is more so gonna be about how you yourself are actually balancing your own work-life balance or passion or drive or balancing all the aims of your life in general and how to figure out just a better way to basically cultivate that balance in your life and just be overall a more content person, a more happy person, and just enjoy your life more. 
So here's the thing, lack of any kind of balance in life, whether it be work life or just in general, if there's anything that's making you feel like you're out of balance, a lot of the times I find anyways that this type of imbalance or any kind of imbalances in our life usually ends up leading to burnout, it ends up leading to stress, it ends up leading to a lot of discomfort and I think with any kind of discomfort, especially when we're unaware of it or we're not willing to basically shed light on it and be open to what's actually causing our discomforts, we tend to then kind of lean on some more habitual behaviors that might be a way to kind of temporarily drive away that discomfort and those can be like bad habits, those can be just like indulgences, just things that we tend to overindulge in to try and escape the feeling of discomfort in the moment. And I think that a lot of the times those things like burnout, all of that, I think that comes from not being aware or maybe not wanting to admit that we're feeling out of balance or that something in our life is overriding all the other areas of our life. And sometimes I, I feel like most times it is work. And that is, I would say that's like a fair one because I think that a lot of us tend to lose our balance when it comes to work and life and what you do for a living versus who you are because it's exactly that. It can be really hard to kind of detangle how fused it becomes when what you do and what you spend a lot of your time doing, sometimes that might even be just like being a student or whatever your job is from actually who you are as an individual and as a person. Because like I just said, you usually spend most of your time doing that thing. So we tend to put a lot of our eggs in our work basket or our like student basket, our studies basket, whatever it is and we tend to then not really realize when we're putting too much drive or too much focus into our careers, into our work life, and maybe even too much pressure on our careers and our work life because I feel like there's like a, a weird thing with like romanticizing hard work and like we've talked about this before but even just when people are like oh like I haven't slept in days or you know like I, I'm so busy I'm doing this 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 and this and everybody's like whoa like like almost like admiring that when in all reality we're like admiring imbalance we're admiring going so hard and so fast at one thing which can be miraculous don't get me wrong like I don't want to discredit the fact that there will probably be short little phases in your life where you just like drive in on something, but that's not what we're talking about because those things are not sustainable. Those are not the marathon of life. Those are not where you want to stay all the time. And if anything, it's almost impossible to stay there like all the time. But I'm talking more so on a general basis, coming back to that common ground, coming back to that middle area where you feel content and you feel good with your life, but you're also striving and working towards more, or you feel like you know, you're fulfilling your purpose as a person and an individual on this earth, but you also feel like you're fulfilling like your heart and you're fulfilling just who you are and like with how you are and who you like to surround yourself with and what you love to surround around yourself with. And so finding that balance can be difficult. I think that we can get out of balance in like a magnitude of different ways. Today I'm going to talk mostly about work-life balance because I feel like that's one of the biggest ones and one of the easiest ones to kind of pick apart as an example. But hey, if you don't relate to that, by all means, switch out the work-life balance for any kind of imbalance that you feel like might be going on in your life and you'll still be able to basically apply all the things we talk about today. The thing is, is if you want actual, real, true control and connection in your life, I think that that comes from 
being honest when we're out of balance and also being willing to kind of let go of the fast comforts or the fast gratification that keep us out of balance and be willing to be open to changing and change is in itself a discomfort. So a lot of the times I think it can be easier to kind of override our imbalances because if we're willing to face that we're out of balance and face the discomforts, then a lot of the times it's almost kind of like, okay, today in tarot, I've been pulling daily cards and the animal spirit card that I pulled today was the bear. And the bear is all about coming out of hibernation and how the first few movements, like the first few like steps towards change are always going to be the most uncomfortable and I think that that's why sometimes even myself included like I push off when I notice that my life is getting a little out of balance because I know that once you realize that it is out of balance that's kind of like the first step of the two hard steps because the second hardest step is then going through more discomfort to make it so that in the long run you're more balanced and so it can be easy and if anything understandable that we grab for quick fixes and we grab for temporary shifts and balances that aren't long lasting because that comes with like less discomfort. It comes from less having to put yourself through even more to get the long-term like balance and get the long-term contentment in your life. But I think you can only do so many of those little short fixes before things start to really feel out of balance where you know those short fixes aren't working for you anymore or you just know that you want something more lasting, more deep, more rooted and more you. And like you want to connect to your life more. You want to feel fulfilled more than just these short little up and down bursts. And so to do so, I think we have to really let go of what we know and be open to complete change and also complete discomfort. So let's go over what work-life balance actually even means. I mean, in a lot of ways, work-life balance or balance in general is basically the perception you have on how harmoniously you're able to balance or put your attention on all of the different aims that you have or avenues of your life. So that's why this can be adaptable if you feel like your work-life balance maybe isn't the biggest imbalance going on for you. It's really just a matter of, out of all the things going on in your life and all of like if you think of your life as like a table all the legs that are keeping you standing you never want to go like too hard or too far on one leg because you would collapse right so it's kind of like how you're willing to spread yourself out and even yourself out across your life over top of all of the little things that keep you standing that keep you who you are and that feed into your existence. But that's the thing, is that everybody's table and everybody's legs are gonna be different. So in a lot of ways, balance is actually completely subjective to you. There isn't gonna be one easy go-to formula that I can give you today, because in all reality, my formula will be different from your formula, which will be different from the next person's formula. And so to know that it is subjective is also to know that you already have it in you to come up with whatever equation or whatever lifestyle you wanna live that's going to make you feel more balanced. It's just a matter of being willing to kind of open yourself up and look at your life a little bit more objectively in order to subjectively create your, just your whole just regimen. I feel like the best place to look first if you're trying to find out whether or not you are in balance is your health. The reason why I always come back to this one is because I do think that our minds are, our minds are incredible. The brain is so fascinating and I think that it is wild how much that we can actually change our level of joy, our level of fulfillment, our level of overall happiness and just we can even affect things like, like our health when it comes to solely just changing the way that you think. So while I believe that our minds are beautiful and just like so complex and complicated, but in the most magnificent of ways, I also feel like that comes from, or comes with, mind you, a little bit of 
at least for me anyways, sometimes not knowing exactly if I can trust the perception I have. And that's normal because there are times where we are very grounded and we are very balanced. And during those times of our lives, I would like to say that I think that anything that comes up or boils through is usually pretty, you know, safe to trust. But then I think that there's also times in my life where even though my intentions are really good, I'm a little cloudy. I'm clouded by desire. I'm clouded by things being busy. I'm clouded by just like we could get clouded by so many things. And even if our intentions are so good and so pure, our perceptions might not always be as honest or as good and pure because we tend to kind of like filter life through the life that we've lived up until this point. And so there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually just 100% being a human being. But that is why I feel like in order to actually ask yourself where you're at or get a good gauge on where you're at in terms of balance in life or anything in life really is to look at your health because your health is it's impossible to ignore our bodies kind of just get like pulled around while we just like run through life chasing our dreams and like chasing our goals and going after the things that we love and our bodies are kind of like flailing behind us along the way and so for starters i think that a lot of balance comes from taking physical care of ourselves but i also think that you can take all the physical care of yourself in the world but if you're stressed or if your life is still out of balance you'll notice the side effects and the side effects will be different for everybody i know that like for me when my life is out of balance i can be working out i can be eating healthy i can be trying to get the most sleep i can be trying to drink only water eat all organic foods like i will do the most and i'll still find myself feeling tired or i'll still find myself feeling sometimes like unmotivated or I'll even notice like physical symptoms like my eyes will twitch sometimes or I'll have like pain or discomfort in certain places in my body and I recognize those things like I'll be stretching or doing yoga and I'll be like that's weird my knee really hurts like but I, I mean I haven't really done anything that could set that off and those little things I mean to me anyways I like to believe that is such a good way or a good mirror to see where you actually are with your life because you cannot ignore your physical symptoms they are physical for a reason and they send these signals to your brain that say like hey something's a little off here something's a little wrong here and so I think that we can have like minor little health just signals and we can have big health signals that if we ignore the smaller ones for too long then they turn into big ones right but I feel like anytime you want to know where you're at with how balanced you feel in life or where you're at with life or just how good everything is it's always really interesting if you can sit and actually just like feel your body like meditation will work but even just go for a walk just take a moment like every day and just kind of be like how do I feel today physically not emotionally not mentally not do I feel positive do I feel negative just like how do you physically feel do you notice any sensations in your body are you noticing any discomforts in your body because your body will not lie to you your body is constantly trying to tell you something or it's if it isn't trying to tell you anything then odds are you might be you might be pretty dang balanced and that's that's great but if you're unsure if you're balanced or not take a good look at your health take a good look overall how you're feeling if your brain is feeling cloudy foggy if you're having problems sleeping if you're having problems digesting food if you're having any kind of cramps pains soreness anything of the sort because that'll usually be a pretty good indicator that some things are out of balance in your life today's episode is brought to you by angie 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So where is your work-life balance now? So most often than not, we're talking about work today, but a lot of the times we tend to actually put a lot of our drive and focus into one main area of our lives. Like by nature, we might not really realize that we do it, but it's just, I think in a way our brains almost are always looking for like a challenge to complete or to fix or a problem to fix. And so I think that when we get overwhelmed by life, it becomes super easy to just kind of narrow our focus down into one main area and be like, okay, I'll never be able to meet perfection in every area of my life, but I can do it here. Or I might not be able to control other areas of my life, but I can control this. Or I might not be able to affect my level of happiness in life, but maybe I can make myself happy here. And doing that, I think, makes it so that we we fall out of balance. And a lot of the times we tend to make that one sole thing work. And that's like, again, fair because work is our income. It is what motivates us. It's what makes us feel accomplished at the end of a long day. And so when you choose work, it becomes easy to kind of filter everything and like put all this pressure on work and be like, I'm going to just drive all of it to this so that I can then kind of balance out how I'm feeling or maybe, you know, actually affect how I'm feeling or maybe level up in some kind of way if I just stopped all the other distractions and put all of my focus right then and there. But the problem with that is that that quickly falls into uh, like imbalance. So aside from the number one thing that you're driving all your focus to, whether it be work or anything else, what else do you like to do in your life? What else do you love to do in your life? What else like defines you as a person? Not that anything should really define you as a person, but I mean, aside from work, who are you and what do you love to do? What would you be doing or what would you like to be doing that you're not already doing right now or at this point in your life? A really uncomfortable question that we can sometimes maybe avoid asking ourselves, but I think it's kind of important to just keep in the back of our minds and pull out of our pockets and just check check this little list every now and then is, especially with work or anything that we tend to be kind of zoning in on, like really hardcore. And, and trust me, like I love a good motivated mindset. Like I love the idea of coming up with an, like, 
any kind of goal and just being like this is gonna be like my ride or die like I'm gonna go for it nothing's gonna stop me that like there's nothing wrong with that mentality I think there's only something wrong with it when it actually comes with like imbalance in other areas of our lives like as long as you're still you know keeping everything else in check too, hell, go for it. But the way to find out if you are or you're not, I think the only way to do that is to keep yourself aware to these questions or aware of your intentions with why you're driving so hard with your focus in this general direction. It's not uncommon a lot of the times when we do kind of put all of our focus in on work that we might not realize the expectation we're basically expecting to harvest out of what we're putting all of our drive and focus into. A lot of the times we might not realize that maybe we were hurt by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or any kind of rejection from love. Maybe we're feeling a little stung by the fact that like our friends aren't around or our friends are busy and we're not feeling as fulfilled in our friendship areas of life. Maybe we're feeling really insecure about ourselves and we want to feel like we are competent and like we are able to just like get things done in any kind of way. Whatever it is, a lot of the times we then take all of this, you know, dissatisfaction and we put a brand new expectation on fulfilling those dissatisfactions by by basically getting it all out of one place. Let me use work as an example. A lot of us might not realize this, but we will get so far into just like going at work that we expect it to be our lover, we expect it to be our friend, we expect it to be our companionship, we expect it to be the thing that makes us feel like connected to ourselves, we expect it to make us feel connected to a higher power, to whatever it is. Like we, we literally put all of that pressure on work because it's one sole area that we can focus in and we think we have the most control over it and it hasn't let us down as much in the past as maybe other people have. And when we kind of close ourselves off to being vulnerable to maybe getting those sources of fulfillment from other places because they've let us down in the past. But work, even if work has let us down, we think that it was just because we weren't working hard enough. So then we work even harder and we try and get basically all of our tanks to be filled by one sole area. But your car, okay, the car of life, if you will, it'll drive on that tank. Don't get me wrong. Like you can drive all of your focus and be like, work is going to make Make me feel satisfied in all the areas of my life rather than actually trying to go find fulfillment in different areas and find that balance and it will work but it won't work for long you will burn yourself out you'll burn out your engine you need to have like a wide variety of things that are fulfilling you in your life. You need to be getting, you know, a little bit of love and a little bit of contentment and a little bit of companionship and a little bit of fulfillment or connection to something bigger than yourself in different areas of your life. So that one, if work were to ever disappear, you're not having a full on identity crisis, but also two, so that your life is more rich, that your life is more layered and there's more textures. Things will actually taste better, look brighter. You're going to feel more actually full than if you're just trying to put it all into one area and then harvest all of that fruit just from here. Your garden is big. Let it be long and wide and, you know, water it sparingly, not not evenly necessarily because nothing is like 100% fair in life. Nothing is 100% down to a formula. Like you can't yeah, I mean, you could, you could water everything in your life the exact same amount, put the exact same amount of time into everything. But I think that that kind of takes away the value of like, 
just that value, like how much you value things in your life. So if you do value work and work really does make you feel connected and it makes you feel wholesome and it makes you feel a wide range of things, I'm not saying don't allow that to happen. I just don't think it's smart to maybe only look for that in that area. Allow that to still fulfill you in that way and then go overflow your cup in other areas, like actually hanging out with some friends or, you know, putting yourself out there and meeting somebody new and finding like somebody to put your heart on the line for again, because those are the moments in life that we never regret. You don't want to get to the end of your life, look back and be like, yeah, I mean, I kind of felt fulfilled, but it was only just because I was just working all the time. Like I never lifted my head up. I never took a chance. I never made a few mistakes, let life get messy a little bit. And that is like, I don't know about you guys, but that's a really, really big fear of mine. So I think when we're aware of the expectations we're looking to cultivate from putting all of our focus into one area, especially work, then we're then able to kind of balance out our expectations and balance out our sense of fulfillment into other areas of our life, which also takes a lot of the pressure off of work and a lot of the pressure off of ourselves from ourselves to constantly be in worker bee mode. The thing is, is that you might not even after that speech want to take your focus off of work and hey, that's fine. But I guess it's just being aware of whether or not having that imbalance or having that drive and focus that just is solely pinned on work, is it, and like honestly, is it causing you any kind of distress in any area of your life? Are you having problems sleeping? Are you having problems relaxing? Are you having problems feeling content and feeling fulfilled and feeling accomplished? Because if you're not, then you, you might just be one of those people that that is, like I said at the beginning, like your subjective life balance is maybe you are someone that is destined to just be like in what they want to create or what they're working on and nobody can answer that but you and no one's gonna know if it's causing you distress or if it is actually an imbalance but you. You don't have to prove it to anyone, you just need to be basically honest and prove it to yourself that you do have it in you to balance your life and to feel that sense of fulfillment and feel content and you know accomplished in like a daily basis, if not a weekly basis, based on the way that you're able to divide your attention and your time. So I'm gonna leave you guys with a quick little mid-roll break. And then when we come back, we'll be talking about how basically you are the key to finding the balance in your life, but you're also the keeper. I know that sounds really deep. Um, and to be honest, when I wrote it down, I felt the same way. So we'll dive into that right after this. So here's the thing, like the whole you are the key and you are the keeper and also just what we were saying right now that like, you know, balance is subjective, but I think that basically to find balance is to find the lifestyle that balances out your well-being, balances out your ability to be mindful in your life and balances out your ability to live more stress-free despite the fact that stressors will always be there. It's not about taking away our stress because unfortunately, okay, maybe let me rephrase that. It can be about taking away our stress or maybe the way that we look at our stress, but it's not about taking away our problems. Our problems are always gonna like exist and no matter what lifestyle you think is the most right for you, every lifestyle comes with problems. We don't wanna erase them and we don't wanna ignore them because that is in a lot of ways too what feeds into imbalance. It's more so, 
being able to look at our problems and feel that we have it in us to handle them and to feel that we have it in us to not only just handle them, but handle them without the drama that we kind of create with ourselves and the stress that we put on ourselves that then causes us to get sick, causes us to lack sleep, causes us to feel out of whack. So any lifestyle that you live that lets you be mindful in your life, that lets you be presently aware as, as often as possible to just, you know, notice when the sun is setting and feel like just that sense of beauty or wonder or to look at the things in your life like your dog, your children, your best friend, your family, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever and feel just like contentment and feel grateful. Like those to me are mindful moments. And so if you're living a balanced lifestyle, you're going to often have more mindful moments. And when you live a more balanced lifestyle or you're in a phase of your life that tends to be more balanced, I also think that, you know, our overall well-being is just more elevated and our ability to deal with our stress is a lot easier. Like we almost just kind of handle things without really having to think twice about them or letting them kind of shift us off course. Unless you feel like you have it in you to handle anything that your life throws at you, you're going to look for quick fixes because if you're afraid of your inability to be able to handle it, then you're just going to look for the fastest way to handle it. We all like, it's just, it's human nature. That's what we do. We're like, okay, this is a problem. I don't think I can handle this problem right now. So what's a quick bandaid that I can slap over this problem so that it basically tucks it back into the, you know, messy corner of my closet until it pulls itself back out and needs to be dealt with again. And a lot of the times it is normal that we're going to need to do those things because life is hectic. There is nothing wrong with necessarily doing that. It's just, you have to be aware that you're doing it and aware that you're saying, okay, this is a bandaid. I know this is a bandaid. This might temporarily fix this, but I'm not taking this off of my like radar as something that I am eventually going to have to deal with in a bigger way. And all of those little band-aids and short-term fixes, if we get too accustomed to them, if we get too used to them, if we allow that little second of feeling like, whew, like that procrastination habit, that comfort by going into your indulgences or by going into like denial mode, whatever we do to slap the bandaid on. If we let that feeling become too comforting for us, then our closet gets bigger and bigger. Well, sorry. No, the closet doesn't get bigger. It gets fuller. Our problems get bigger and bigger. The closet gets fuller and fuller until it's almost exploding. And you feel like you're literally having like a life crisis of imbalance. And that is basically what we're trying to avoid here. So just know that those quick fixes are there for you to use when you need them in the right place in the right time. But oftentimes, and most times they are just that they're quick fixes and they aren't going to last very long. They aren't going to feed into like the proper balances. And so, when those problems do come back out, eventually you will have to feel like you're at a point where you can handle it. And I guess that that's kind of what's sometimes so frustrating about life because it's not so easy to just tell yourself that you can handle something if you don't feel like you can. And that is like one of our biggest obstacles that I think all of us as individuals will ever face is being able to say like, this is a problem and I can handle it and actually believe that you can. I think that that comes with confidence and from actually dealing with little problems or chipping away at your problem. I think that each time you do that and you get a little sight from yourself that you are able to handle something or that you are able to deal with something, then our confidence grows. And when our confidence grows, our ability to look at our problems and look at our life imbalances and think like, all right, I can face this is it's just, it's there. And so it's not necessarily like 
overnight you just wake up and you're like, okay, I can handle this now. I think that it's it comes from taking little bite-sized pieces or taking a little bit out of the closet and dealing with it and just trying not to focus so much on how messy the closet is, you know? Just pick one drawer at a time and fix that drawer. You don't need to just wake up overnight and find your life balance. I think that finding life balance is kind of like the whole dance of life. You sometimes lean a little one way, you sometimes lean in a little other, but it's all about trying to find that common like center of gravity, that common ground, that equilibrium that makes you feel like even if you dip a little one way one day or dip a little other for a week, you can still bring it back. You still have it in you to coast back into it. Life isn't so zigzaggy. I think it's a little bit more flowy, you know? So how do we actually do that? I think that first we need to sharpen our ability to have a positive attitude. There's a lot of things that we don't have control over in our life, but one thing that we can try to at least influence is the attitude that we paint basically anything in. So when something happens, that's outside of your control. How you choose to look at it is inside of your control. And so it's hard because it's kind of like a mind over matter thing. It's like, yes, you're gonna feel a kind of way. Your emotions are gonna wanna react a certain way, but you don't have to act on those reactions. You can respond. You can choose that, you know what, this bothers me, but I'm gonna choose to have a more positive outlook or a more positive attitude or focus on this thing that isn't as sucky as the rest of the things. Those are choices that we do have. Also, our ability to jump on those quick fixes or to choose not to is also something that is inside of our control and I think, again, feeds into our ability to balance out our lives. You can push everything away and you can tell yourself you'll deal with it tomorrow, you can tell yourself that you'll deal with it next week or next month or next year, but no matter what, eventually you are gonna have to deal with it. And all I know is that from personal experience that the longer I've put off having to deal with something that is really off balance in my life or really affecting me in any kind of negative way, the harder it seemed to actually deal with it or the harder I made it on myself. And so I think again, just tacking back into really quickly like the whole idea that you can't fix things overnight and that's okay, but you can start chipping away at it. You can choose to start chipping away at it today. And then that way in six months, you'll have made way more change than you would if you kept on pushing it off until the right time or pushing it off until you felt equipped to deal with it. I think that balance is one of those things that is always gonna be a goal. It's always going to be something that sits on the list of things that you find to be important. Balance should always be at least like top three, if not top five, because I know like top three, because I think that all the other things kind of fall underneath it once you are in balance. And once you are in balance, you're able to be yourself more. You're able to arrive to your life. You're able to see clearly. You're able to be more mindful. You're able to just basically handle anything that goes wrong and also be grateful for all the things going right. And that's why I think that it is important to basically choose to start chipping away at it now, pick a little piece out of the closet and start, you know, sorting through it and fixing that little piece right now because then you can take another little piece and another little piece and that'll help build that momentum. It's just getting started that sucks. It's never necessarily keeping things going. And listen, if it's not a good time to like start dealing with whatever problem is kind of causing an imbalance in your life, then that is fair. I think that we just have to be aware of that. We need to be honest with ourselves like, 
right now truly isn't the time to fix this or worry about this. So I'm going to openly accept the kind of discomfort that comes from not being able to handle this right now until I know of a time that I will be able to and truly actually try and pick up a time or think of a time that might be better for you so that you're not or at least you know you're not procrastinating. You know that you're actually just saying like reasonably this isn't the right time but maybe over here or this time in my life will be. Maybe in two months I'll have, I'll be better equipped or once I finish this thing first or chip away at this little part of the problem first then I can jump to the bigger one, you know? It's ultimately up to you and in a lot of ways you're kind of like, okay, I don't know why Bob the Builder just popped into my head, but you are Bob the Builder and you are Bob the Builder's toolkit. You are both and that is what is so beautifully complicated about balance because as much as we want to just put our mindset into being the builder or being Bob, if you will, or you might want to put your mindset into just being like the tool or the, the toolkit, but you have to have that balance of being both and that is what's going to open up the balance in your life. I don't know what tangent I'm going off on right now, but basically it's the whole you are the key and you are the key keeper. So you are the thing getting in your way and you're also the thing that will push through being in your own way. So it really is like as, wow, this is such a parallel, but to find balance in your life, you almost have to find the balance in yourself to be able to then deal with obtaining balance in your life. What a mindfuck. So I promised you guys that I would give you a little bit of something to walk away from today's podcast with, so take this. There is no one formula because balance is subjective to you, but just be aware of the things that you, like what do you love to do? What do you like to do? In your spare time, unrelated to work or unrelated to the main thing that you're focusing on in your life, what else do you love? And how often do you do those things? What's stopping you from doing those things? And what's stopping you from doing the things that you love weekly or monthly, if not daily, if you can? Because once you become aware of that, that is kind of like, I think the starting point to opening up a little bit, even if it's five, 10, 15 minutes of time, just for you to kind of bring things back into balance for yourself on a daily basis. And that in itself, I think is kind of like, and overall, you know, the concept of the closet and taking a little, a little bit of the mess out at a time, that's kind of like looking at things a little bit more daily rather than monthly or yearly or your life as a whole, you know? Life in general is always going to come with falling in and out of that balance. But I think that when you try and find a little bit of balance in your every single day, when if you're having two or three days in a row that you go really hard at work, that you know it's time to then take two or three days in a row that you, you rest a little bit and you relax a little bit. I think just being aware of that and being able to know the time and place to do those things and you are gonna be the only one that knows that within yourself is how we basically chip away daily at the mess until the mess is no longer a mess anymore. We're no longer a mess anymore and we're feeling a little bit more blissed and balanced. If you just start right here and you start right now with the littlest bit of the mess out of the closet that you can focus on, let timing do the rest and I promise you balance will come a lot sooner than you think. So there you guys have it. That is today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and let me know if you guys liked the visual aspect of today's too if you are physically watching this and if you're not and you're wondering where to, all you have to do is go to All Things Co's on YouTube and you'll be able to find either the Daily Brew seasons, there's already two, where there was little daily like almost like five minute podcast mornings if you will, um, or you can watch these bad boys, they're the longer ones, they're ones where we're chilling, actually sipping out of the 
just juice Co's mug and uh, setting a whole atmo, setting a whole mood to talk today. So aside from that, I hope you guys all have an amazing week and I will talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.